Good morning, casual punters, and happy race day. It's time to turn on your TVs, grab your phones, pour your beverage, and listen to your new favourite racing channel, The Stables. Here are your hosts, Dom Rizzuto and Jacob Aquilina. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the second episode of The Stables. My name is Dom Rizzuto. It is a pleasure to be with you once again to take you through the upcoming races for this weekend. The second episode, what a start we had last week with our new podcast here as part of the Triple H family. Really excited to talk about all things racing once again. What a weekend we had last week. The Everest, the Caulfield Cup, the Star Mile, the Cosy Oscar. I tell you what, there was plenty of races happening as fans flooded back onto the racetrack to watch what is one of our favourite pastimes in centuries gone by. But we're doing it all again this week, and we're going to be doing it all again every Saturday morning for you, reviewing your races, your favourite races, and giving you the hottest tips ahead so that you can potentially win some money. To do that, again, I've brought in the man who's in the know, Sky Racing's very own Jacob Aquilina. He did, of course, start on Triple H. Let's just say that before we get quietly. But he's now officially a Sky Racing pundit, and he's back again giving us the hottest tips. Good evening, or good morning, I should say, to you, Jake. We've had a couple of beers. I know it's early, but we're ready to talk all things racing. We're, we're excited for, another... for race day, Domo. That's what we're talk- That's why we're so, you know, offered a little bit, because we're excited for race day. It's good to be back here after the successes, may I say, after last weekend. Well, I, I tell you what, what, what are, I mean, once again, if you listen to me, folks, you were, you were, you were moronic because I won no money because I'm not a fan of tipping the favourites. And that tended to be the tale of the tape over the course of the weekend. And uh, I decided to go against that. I did get close, however, I think it was in the Kosciuszko on a, on a, on a exotic Jake. I was just one off on, on the box trifecta. But other than that, I was, uh, you know, pretty pretty poor, but uh, I tell you what, it was still a good weekend of racing anyway. Fantastic weekend of racing. Crowds back on at Ramwick. It was a fantastic crowd. Quite a young crowd as well. Probably one of the youngest I've seen at a race meet. But awesome to be back, you know, out there, uh, you know, enjoying some excellent racing. Do you reckon that was because you know, with the lockdown and the pandemic that. You know, mostly it's young people that's probably affected the most in terms of being able to go out and socialise. Do you reckon that's the reason why everyone flocked to the races and it was a younger crowd uh, at the various different tracks? Uh, I'd say something that would be something to do with it. Also, you're probably at less you're at less risk. I feel like maybe the older pundits wouldn't take that kind of risk just yet, whereas the younger ones don't really care that much. So I feel like maybe that. Might play into possibly, it as well. Possibly, maybe horse racing is be- uh, is becoming more appealing to a younger crowd too. Oh, who well, knows? Absolutely, that's what we love to see. Well, who who knows? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to uh, when I can go back. My friend, who is a big racing fan, came to me and said, "Dom, I can't wait for us to go when it's full capacity again. I've got twelve members tickets, and Beautiful. I know what that means. It probably means a lot of money lost." But and full, and full strength beers, that's what that means, mate, oh, in the members area. Full strength. full strength. You know what? That's the one thing I love about the members section is you can have full strength beers and you don't have to mm. buy like 20 Canadian clubs at the price of like, you know, $15 a can. So <laughs> that is one of the things I do 
do love. And I'm sh- and guess what? It's happening all again this weekend, folks. We're going to bring you today four races that are our kind of ones to look out for. They're the biggest ones of the weekend. Look, it's not as big as it was last weekend, but our last race on the card is going to be very, very big. We're going to take you through, as I mentioned, four races today. Uh, we're going to take you to the Tats Cup in Randwick. We're going to take you to the Bondi Stakes in Randwick, the Invitation in Randwick, and then we're going to go over to, of course, the very famous Cox Plate in Mooney Mooney Valley a little bit later on to fit to round out our little show that we've got here for you this morning. But first of all, I wanted to just say that people – the reason why we brought this podcast together was that I was sitting down one day and I was watching channel seven at racing.com and you had the traditional pundits who were there every week, giving you their roughies, giving you their winners, giving you their exotics. And boy, oh boy, were they just wrong all the time. And I figured, you know what? Anyone could do this, right? So why not have a little bit of fun with it? But I tell you what, I may have not, produced some good results this weekend as it tends to be with my gambling but i tell you what our sky sports sky racing pundit jacob aquilina had a very very good round in the tips and i tell you what if you listen to him you may have pocketed some money let's take a look back and say see what he had to say from last week's races so i've got eduardo guitra and classic legend uh and nature strip will be I think my top four. Uh, I have high supremacy uh, winning, uh, and my and uh, I'll have Rock three and looks like Elvis. They're probably my top three. And if I was to go for a roughie, probably someone like Soldier of Love. Yeah, so my tip is Arcado, uh, number three. Uh, my first four: Handle the Truth, Arcado, uh, Nataraja, and Edit. Or I'll say Incentivize the Chosen One, Montefilia, and Nonconformist. Uh, and my roughie is Master of Wine. Well, I'll tell you what, Jake, I may be a bad punter, but and I'm not that knowledgeable on horses, but I'll tell you what, I know a winner when I see one, and you backed a few of them last week. Very well done, sir. This is why we're the number one po- horse racing podcast in the business, because we bring you the hottest tips of the weekend. I'll tell you what, I mean, you had a great round of horses. You mentioned your fantasy team. I bet your fantasy team went off as well. Let's go through these races quickly from last week. The Everest, you tipped well in that one. Take us through it. You know, were there any surprises? And, you know, would you have tipped differently? There were a few surprises. Probably one of the, the biggest surprises was Masked Crusader. I came second. But it was one of the all-time runs, especially from jockey Tommy Berry, who's in some serious form was second last around the turn and was probably six deep behind Nature Strip, who eventually won with about 200 to 150 metres to go and flew home to get second. With probably another 10 metres, he would have won the Everest Mask Crusader. So there you go. Um, but like we said, like I said last week, Nature Strip and Eduardo were up the front and they were there thereabouts at the finish. So it was a fantastic race. The, my surprise was Mask Crusader. Uh, which flew home as one of the all-time runs. And if you missed it, certainly get on skyracing.com.au and, and watch the replay because it was a fantastic run for Tommy Berry. We're we going to get you now that we, we're in the know. Is Sky Racing going to sponsor our podcast? Hey, mate, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask the people in the know. You never know what could be happening in the future. As if they couldn't get us both on for a, for a, for a junior podcast. Punt it, beers and punting. I thought of like I know we're called the Stables here, 
But I was thinking about a name for our show, and one of the things that Jake and I discussed was trying to run a, a pun off a very old English TV show called Only Fools and Horses. So how That's about right. this? A new podcast or a new little social media clip done by Sky Racing, and you call it Only Fools Would Tip. Yeah, <laughs> very good. That's very good. I like that. I'll, I'll bring it forward to those in the know. You never know what could be in the future, Domo. Oh, I, I, I'd be around that. I, I think that's something that we should definitely be pursuing at, at, uh, at a premium. Speaking of premium, you had some premium tips in the next race. This, I mean, it was the race before this one, but the Star Mile, once again, your hot knowledge reigns supreme. Well, if you followed my ruffy tip, Soldier of Love, you would have won a fair bit of money because it ended – Ended up saluting at twelve dollars. So if you had, you know, ten bucks on the on the schnoz there, you would have come. I'll come away with one hundred and twenty bucks. So that's your beer sorted for the rest of the day. Beautiful. Heisen Previs, he ran a great race and came second. So unfortunately, my one of my tips, Rock, got uh, scratched uh, on the morning of. So, but we'll keep that to ourselves. But Soldier yeah, of Love saluting at twelve dollars. I tell you what, people. Just before we move on into the next race, we only tip on the nose here. There's no mm. place. There's no place discussion. That's a coward's bet, in my opinion. Agreed. Don't bet on the place. Bet on the nose every time. There's no fun in it otherwise. My dad likes betting on the place, and while he is quite successful with it, it's just no fun. He wears like three bucks. I'm like, what's the point? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I agree, oh, I would have rather spend 100%. But anyway, as you again, we tipped a ruffie in that one. When I say we, Jake tipped a ruffie in that one. Uh, and if you paid attention, you may have won a bit of cash. So keep an eye out for his ruffies as well as his tips. That being said, his tip in the Kosciuszko that followed was right on the money. It sure was. Art Cadeau saluting at $4 in the end. Uh, in the Kosciuszko, had a fantastic run. Was probably third or fourth with about 100 to go and then steam time over the top of the of the favourite, Handle the Truth, which comes second. And, of course, Edit as well. That was in there in the top four. That came fourth. Unfortunately, Spirinak spoiled the party for my tips last week and uh he came third and unfortunately nataraja was no good in the end ended up blowing out to about 23 bucks on the nose nataraja which is a shame because we could have had a top four there a nice a nice first four but arcado saluting tommy berry again he had a blinder of a day at ranwick and uh handled the truth and edit so there you go a good win for i backed arcado of course so very very good win for me we go down to the final race it's the big one i think nationally whilst the everest has become more famous for its uh an economic punch this is the famous one obviously it's the Caulfield cup i mean i've got to say this jake i think anyone would have tipped this one you went smart but that being said to your credit you were also pretty accurate with the other horses that finished inside that top four it's very uh, thank you very much for that rap unfortunately the chosen one again letting us down had a poor run uh was unfortunate got stuck a little bit behind and damien lang couldn't finish the job off but incentivize what a horse he's turned out to be um and i know certain betting companies have already paid him out as a as a uh as a melbourne cup winner so he'll be very short price favorite come the first tuesday in november but incentivize if you listen to my tips last week i had incentivized non-conformist montefilia and the chosen one in the top four i did mention Passam, but i also thought he'd be a bit of an outside chance but there you go there's your top four incentivize non-conformist Passam. And Montefilia. So not a bad day around if you start listening to me, Tomo, which I feel like people should listen to me more often. Absolutely. And that's why you come here to listen to the best horse racing tips because you get the best knowledge and the best value for Buck. So it's time to get into the next races for this weekend. Get excited. 
righty, let's get into the races that are happening this weekend. We have our eye on uh, ahead of uh, another weekend of hopefully successful tips here on the stables. Uh, as you would have heard just before, we had a pretty successful run last week. Again, I say we. I'm gonna I'm gonna claim it. Uh, yeah, I would. I'd be claiming it if I was you. Absolutely. Claim it. You know, I'm just gonna follow Jake's tips again. If he's as successful as he was last week, and hopefully he's as successful again this week. And I tell you what, he's got some good tips. I think uh, ahead of these next four races. And let's get uh, off uh, with a bang and start at Randwick. It is race seven. It is the Tats Cup. Jake, how do you see this one playing out? And who have you got your eye on? That's right. It's the City Tattersalls Cup this week. Uh, and I tell you what, this, this is an interesting race. There is a short price favourite in Zarek, paying about $2.30 at the moment, ridden by Tommy Berry. Uh, you know, comes down a class uh, and is, you know, pretty ha- pretty happy with the distance. Uh, and, you know, and a, a fair enough favourite. And look, I, I don't think I can go against her wreck at the moment, but if I was to go against it, I'd say something like Hush Writer um, is going to be the one, you know, at a bit of value that's going to come up against it. There's also Sophia's as well, maybe Achiever, maybe Skymax. It, it's a tough one to pick, but I think Zarek probably it's his, it's his race to lose. Um, but there's things things that a Hush Rider is doing, ridden by Tim Clark, trained by Gain Adrian, um, you know, they Gay and Adrian seem to produce some serious horses. Pretty happy at the distance as well. It's a very good stayer. It'd be there and thereabouts, but I think Zarek pretty much has this race wrapped up. It's you know, it's who gets the miners from here on out. It is a distinct favourite at two dollars forty five. The next closest, as you mentioned, uh Cepheus. Um and then after that, well it's uh, it's anyone's guess, um, really, uh, as to as to what might uh happen in this race so uh, you know you've got two clear favorites out in front but you know you'd be winning some decent cash if you uh wanted to try your hand at uh, potentially picking another winner in this one but jakey and myself are sticking with uh zarek here uh, you're roughy jake have you got an eye on one of those today yeah look there's some plenty of roughies that could win this race for sure. And it's one I'm, I'll, I'll probably keep out of my top four. So I'll pick a top four and I'll say Zarek, Hush Rider, Sophias and Achiever will be my top four. And my roughie, I mean, it's hard to say $10 is much of a roughie, but Skymax will be my roughie. 54 kilos, comes down a class, pretty happy at the, at the distance. He's a very good stayer, uh, you know, trained by the Newmans. So, you know, it could be there and thereabouts, I'd say. Well, there you have it, folks, for the for the race seven at the Tattersall Cup at, uh, at Randwick. The winner will be Zayarek, in our opinion. It is the uh, huge favourite. You're roughy. You're looking at Skymax uh, potentially pulling up an upset for a decent cash builder. And you're exotic. We're going with the top four of Zayarek, Hushrider, Cephas and Skymax. Um, so keep oh, sorry, your eye on. Achiever in the top four, and Skymax is my roughy there, don't Achiever, I? Achiever, apologies. Achiever. Kerry McAvoy, Chris Waller train, 54 kilos. You know, very happy with that one. Well, there we go. That's your that's your top four there. So apologies there. It's Zarek, Hush Rider, and Cephas and Achiever for those uh, those winners uh, and, and potentially exotics for. Race seven at the Tattersall Cup. We're going to move down to race eight at Randwick. It is the Bondi Stakes. 
a little bit fancy uh, this race. Um, its name in particular, it's one that we've uh, come to enjoy in recent times. And it's a, I tell you what, looking at this uh, this lineup, Jake, it's a real bottleneck when it comes to, to odds. Uh, starting uh, with a clear winner, but there's some real um, competitors uh, close to them. Yeah, absolutely. And Halal, you know, it is the is the favourite at two dollars seventy. But this race is open to anybody. There's a few excellent horses running around. Catelli, Coast Watch, Royal Zell, even Dufresne at ten dollars is a chance to win it. This one's really tough to pick. And you know, I I, I don't know if the favourite should be that short of a of a price. And to say two dollars seventy is short, you know, they're all fifty seven. They're all carrying fifty seven kilos in this race. It's really one to pick, and you know, I might even go as far as to say, Catelli, ridden by Sam Clipperton, trained by John O'Shea. It's got a bit of it been about it. It's come down a class, pretty happy at the at the distance, sixteen hundred meters. It's got a few good wins at Randwick and and you know a couple of country tracks like Eagle Farm or Goulburn. To, you know, hard to say at Eagle Farm, but you know, Newcastle, Goulburn has got wins there. So I'm going to tip Catelli. Um, Sam Clipperton, John O'Shea trains a very good horse. I'm going to have that as well. But it's hard to go past Halal as well. Tommy Berry's in some serious form. Obviously, at Ramwick, he knows the track better than anyone. Coast Watch will be there and thereabouts. Karen McAvoy, obviously, Chris Waller trained. Chris Waller knows how to make a very, good, a very, very good horse. It is really one where, you know, you bet at your own peril because it could go to any – could go either way, really. Yeah, it's it's it, like I mentioned. It it's a very bottlenecked odds, you know. Halal being the favourite at at two seventy currently, but close only by a few cents. Coast Watch, and then a little bit further back, Cota Heli, and then even then, it gets pretty close with Royal Zell and <clears throat> excuse me and and, and uh, right in the mix. So where are we seeing this one in your eyes, Jake? Being uh, you know with a winner, uh, a roughie and his exotic, as we like to give uh, our little quick tips. Where do you see this one going? I'll tip my winner is uh, Coast Watch. I think it's got a lot about it. Obviously, Karen McAvoy is an excellent jockey. Chris Waller is an excellent trainer. I'm going to tip uh, Coast Watch for a winner. Top four would be Coast Watch, Hilal, Catelli and Dufresne. Uh, Dufresne, I know it's a, it's a lot at long odds at, at, at ten dollars, and I don't know who's going to pick it by Ruffy because for sort of from Dufresne on, it's sort of anyone's guess. Josh Parr, Adrian Cummins trained, likes the distance, likes the track, so I feel like that could be definitely be in the top four. And my Ruffy, oh, I mean, I'd I, I'd say Kathy maybe I must make my Ruffy twenty one dollars you're getting for it. Likes running on the country tracks, has a few wins at the distance, but coming up to this kind of class race at Ramwick, I you know, that's better your own peril. But my definitely my top four, Coastwatch, Shalal, Kotelli, and Dufresne, that they're, they're the ones to look out for for sure. So there you have it. Coastwatch the the winner in that one. He's going slightly off to favourite our Sky Racing Pundit. Uh, his Ruffy will be Kefi and his exotic will be Coastwatch Shalal. Cota Heli and DeFresne, uh for the exotic. So we'll go down to the next race, and we're sticking in Randwick for this one. These are the four best races that we've picked out uh, for this weekend that uh, you casual punters might want to have a look at and have a bit of fun on uh, with with your mates. 
we're going down to, as I mentioned, race nine at Randwick. It is the invitation. And I tell you what, we're inviting you to have a punt on this one because it's a short one. It's 1,400 metres. And despite an obvious favourite, it is very much in the mix after that. Absolutely. The short price favourite is uh, Entevirier. I think that's how you pronounce it, written by Tommy Berry. Um, Entrivier, I think that might be better. Entrivier, there's your short price favourite, $2.90. Hard to back against. Again, has plenty of form at at the track and at the distance. It is fourth up, so it's got a little bit of, of uh, fatigue behind it. And then after that, it's sort of an open race. You've got plenty of excellent horses at, at some high odds. Ice Bath is at 750 is your next best, pretty much. And then from then on, it's all on a double digit. So it could be a tough one to bet, but there's plenty of excellent horses in some serious form that are at long odds. So um, I'm going to tip Entrevier to win this one because it probably should. And then I'm going to go some high... High high price horses for the next. So I'll go um, in trivia, 58 kilos, uh, ridden by Tommy Berry, like I said. That's that's probably going to be your winner. And then from then on, I'm going to go Madame Rouge uh, in the top four at $26. He's got plenty in it. Chris Waller trained. We know how much he can – a very good horse. He horses he makes. Then I'm going to go oh, – I'm going to go probably Forbidden Love, written by Rachel King, trained by the Freedmans. Um, again, it does, you know, it's there and thereabouts. He's coming back a class, so it has something thereabouts. Good at the distance, so I'll tip that one. And the Freedmans, again, excellent trainers. Rachel King had a very good week last week at at, uh, at Randwick. And then I think I'll have to tip Ice Bath in the top four. Karen McAvoy, um, again, another one fourth up. has plenty of form at the track but this is a really a tough race i mean apart from entrivier it, it's really anyone's guess who can come in after that so i think with not a lot of confidence i'll tip entrivier madame rouge forbidden love and ice bath in the top four and in this race i've got two roughies um madame oh, legend cool. yeah madame legend uh has a bit about it, but my I think what I'll tip as my roughy is a media award number five, written by Andrew Adkins. Is coming down a class, is first up, doesn't have the best first up form. Um, is one win from his first up starts, but I think it's looking really good. It's come off a spell, pretty good over the distance. Is coming back a little bit from its last couple runs, but has won at like three out of its last three races before its spell. So Media awards going to be my roughie for this race. Well, as mentioned, it's a, a very open field after in trivia, and it's uh, one that if you can get these right, uh, you, you, de- you stand to make a decent amount of cash. And I tell you what, after Jake's, oh, sorry, I'm change my mind, our good form from last week, yep. we are definitely in a spot where you should be listening to uh, in terms of your, your exotics. So just to run through those, uh, for our tips this weekend from the invitation winner, we can't look past in trivia. Uh, we couldn't tell you anything different really in uh, in terms of uh, the the long on favourite, long odds favourite uh, in this race. But our exotic then it becomes a little bit more intriguing. We've got in trivia, of course, in that mix. We've got Madame Rouge in there alongside the favourite Forbidden Love and Ice Bath, who is looking like your next best tip outside of in trivia inside that. 
top four. And in our roughies today, we've got Madam Legend. There's two Madams in this race, so be careful. Mm. It's going to be quite spicy. And Media Award is our more favoured roughie, but don't look past Madam Legend, of course, if you are thinking of going for broke in the invitation. We'll go down to our last race for this morning and one that uh, we'll all be looking at. It is the Cox Plate at Mooney Valley. Jake, it is looking like another very exciting race uh, out at the Valley. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I tell you what, it's uh, got a lot of intrigue once again. Yeah, it sure does. And there should be a little bit of rain around uh, today down at Mooney Valley. So we'll go from a good four to probably a soft five or a six, which does change it a little bit. And your favourite is Zaki at $3, ridden by uh, James McDonald, trained by Annabelle Neesham. So... Um, obviously, Zaki, very well known for some very good form at the moment, did get beat very well in um, at uh, Caulfield in its last start, uh, unfortunately. But um, it's had some excellent form uh, in its last few races, and it is the favourite. But look, I am a little bit, um, little bit, what's the one looking for? Sort of nervous about tipping Zaki because I know it's got a little bit in it, but this race is full of excellent horses. Very elegant, Mawanga, Dallasan, Animo, Captivant, Probabil. You know, it's a seriously good race. So I am going to go away from Zaki, and I'm going to tip Very Elegant to win the uh, the Cox Plate this year. Is look, Very Elegant has some very good runs. It's ran well at Randwick and it last two starts and Flemington last start. Uh, it ran a little bit shy, but you know, in, in the George Main Stakes. But it was against Incentivise, who's in some seriously good form and got beat, um, you yeah, know, got beat three and a half lengths fourth by Incentivise and a few others. And, uh, you know, was also beaten by Mwanga as well. So, you know, but very elegant. an excellent horse with a bit of rain around. It is worth the price at $5. So I'm going to tip very elegant, but uh, I'm also going to tip Mwanga, who I'll have some money on Mwanga, Huey Bowman, um, the news, uh, is riding this Kiwi horse. Fourth up again, you know, coming off a couple of good runs at Randwick. Uh, it also, you know, staying in the same class, ran well at the Epsom. Uh, you know, I think it's a very, very good horse, Moanga. So my top four, but I mean, it's hard to leave out Probabil and Animo. There is some seriously good horses in this race. So I'm, my top four is going to be very elegant, Moanga, Probabil and Zaki, and I'd have to say my my roughy would probably be Captivant. You know, it's an excellent horse, um, trained by Peter Snowden, knows the course very well at Mooney Valley, but at $18, you know, it's great value for, for Captivant. There's plenty of options um, from across the, uh, uh, the board in this one uh, at uh, Mooney Valley once again. Your winner, very elegant. Your roughy, what are we sitting on? Captivan, I think, will be my roughy. Captivan is the roughy. And your top four? My top four was very elegant, uh, Mawanga, Zaki, and Probabil. Mwanga, but it's tough to, tough to leave out Animo out of this one as well. But, but I'll stick with my original top four. Well, there we have it, folks. That's your... Uh, tips for the Cox Plate. Now, favourite tips for 
the weekend. Look, we would love to go over every race, but we also want to go home and get on the beers ahead of watching all the races. So we're not going to give you all the races. We're going to give you the time to digest this content, have some last minute tips. Hopefully you make them uh, in good steed. And remember, as always, gamble responsibly when you make these tips. No more than five dollars is my advice. Unless you, you know, unless you're going for something that's the odds-on favorite, then don't waste your time. Um, uh, look, I, I'm a little bit disappointed that I haven't been able to give you some of my hot tips this week. Um, I haven't seen many horses paying plus one hundred dollars that I like the look of, so I won't be giving you any bad advice. But I promise there will be some coming in future weeks, that's for sure. So stay with us again for more racing tips. Jake, my thanks to you once again for for giving the tips. I hope that uh, you're as successful as you were last week. And I might even follow your advice this time. I'm going to follow your advice this week and go with every single thing that you tipped and ride the wave, Um, especially when I'm having a few drinks this Saturday uh, in a few hours' time, funnily enough. I'm on my way there now uh, to a friend's birthday. Shout out to Mark Quadrio if he's listening to this prior to his birthday. A happy birthday to him. He turned uh, the ripe old age of 21, I think it was. Isn't that right, Mark? Uh, just the other day, we're going out to enjoy ourselves and watch a bit of the races. So we hope that you also enjoy the way that you watch the races this weekend. Jake's my thanks to you again and your expert knowledge, I'm sure, You'll bring us all the hottest tips every week moving forward. Looking forward to it, mate. And for me, the best thing about this week, you haven't had to hear from me too much, but don't worry, I'm getting better at it. I'm going to bring you some of my tips in the future as we jazz up this podcast moving forward. We might even get some more people on it. Who knows? The world is our oyster. But right now, it's just myself, Don Rizzuto, and Jacob Aquilina coming to you on a Saturday to talk all things racing. This has been Stables, episode two. And I reckon there's going to be a whole lot more with the weeks to come. We're signing out. Enjoy your weekend. Catch you next time. Stay sharp, my pretty.